from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Dylan tweets in, I'm annoyed by anything related to South Carolina football. It's just an annoyance in general. Uh, folks, that right there is the essence of Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. <laughs> I mean, the guy just hates Shane Beamer. That's all it is. He when hates. was the last time you thought about Shane Beamer? Uh, not too long ago, about a couple months. You see, that's about right. Hey, man. I don't know what the Cox ever did to him. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. He's the smartest man we know. He has a large <laughs> cerebral cortex. He is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a successful businessman, and an all-around savant. Time now to chat with Steve Politziner. It's Ask Steve's. Steve Politziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve Politziner decided to brave the loads of people that descended upon the desert in Arizona before the Super Bowl. So, Steve, I ask you, as we bring you here post-Super Bowl, what was your highlight of your desert experience prior to Super Bowl 57? Sending you a picture of an angry cactus. <laughs> My spirit that's plan. what you are, a prickly, yeah. and that was a small one where the other one was trying to get away from it. I don't know if you posted it or did anything with it, but it completely defined you know, you're, you're, you know, what you're, what you're all about. I'm looking to do veget- vegetation versions that of is your personality. Perfect. So Jeanette, Steve, Steve says <laughs> that I am best summed up from a plant standpoint is a tiny, not a large, but a tiny prickly cactus. Are you on board with that? Nailed it. Absolutely. <laughs> perfect. Spirit plant. Absolutely. Uh, that is glorious. But, um, my best, best part was probably the, uh, the fan duel party Friday night which was like, you know, outside in an expansive, like outdoor area um, where it was really, it was, it was awesome. They had food trucks and they had, um, you could bid on things. And what celebs we talking? Um, nah, not, not like big names like that. It was more like industry oh, or media it. people, like, like, like losers like me, like the me's of other organization. <laughs> um, the Steve's um, mother. So it's great we weren't yeah. invited then if it's like the losers yeah. like Steve, you know, like we're, yeah. great. we're doing um, great. But the, but the killers played and played an incredible show. So I thought that was really, um, that was really uh, cool. On the flip side, I'm more intimate. Are any of you Yellowstone fans? Negative. I know of it, have not watched it. I like Yellowstone National right. Park. Mm. But that's Kevin Costner, okay. Jeanette. How have you not watched that? Wow. Stun- it's, uh, stunning this show is in it. Stunning this show is more popular. And I, <laughs> and, and I, I, I watch Yellowstone. I'm not like some disciple, but it, it is the most watched TV show yes. in the history of paid television. <laughs> and, and we're all like, nah. No. 
So forget it. I saw someone from Yellowstone performing concert, but okay. None of you all well, good. That story definitely that our fault, but that story did fall flat. That is our <laughs> fault, though, because we haven't uh, we have not seen uh, Yellowstone. Uh, so so now that we're past the Super Bowl, uh, it, everything is just magnified in terms of sports take and sports debate and the things that yeah. uh, are regurgitated in order. As Jeanette rightly said, a lot of shows feel like they have to fill filler. For me, it's any time a baseball rule is changed. Oh, bigger bases. Oh, pitch clock. I mean, baseball fans freak out. I just, I cannot stand it anymore. It drives me absolutely up the wall. For you, when this debate, when this take comes up, what causes Steve Palazzino to roll his eyes? Um, yeah, not to, not to belittle or, or bash like the mothership, but when, when you have hours to fill, I'm, I'm over Aaron Rodgers' talk. Mm-hmm. It is every angle of every day of every way of Aaron Rodgers. And I, I, I don't need like, – are there cameras following the darkness retreat? I don't even need to know. He's at a retreat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like Aaron Rodgers, but, like, let him go retreat. Right. Like, he's retreating. Why do we have to cover the fact that he's hiding? I, uh, that, that, was, that, to me, is like – it's just I'm, – I'm fatigued by it. I'm fatigued by Aaron Rodgers' talk. Now, the one thing I am fascinated about, is he in a home? Is he in a castle? Is he in a tomb? Is he in a cave? Like, he has to be in some sort of structure that completely rejects any sort of light or communication. I've got to admit, I'm interested in that part of it. I, here's my thing, though. I don't want to show interest in it. We're just feeding it. Like, go, okay, you're going away. Why do we need to talk about that you're going away? Do we talk about, like, people are going on vacation? It's, it's so self-serving. It just says to me more like more about Aaron Rodgers. He could also just be, tell his two or three weekly uh, commitments, Pat McAfee and any other um, media he does or regular commitments, hey, I'm off next week. Why does the whole world need to know that he's going on you a know. darkness retreat where he has said he may not even decide what his future is, which, by the way, he doesn't fully hold the cards to. That's true. The Packers could decide to trade him. I, I think this is they more... They could s- trade him while he's on the darkness. <laughs> Wait, ah, see... you're back in the light. <laughs> oh. Guess what? You're on the jet. I love that, actually. That would, that be, would be so hilarious. gloriously petty if this dude's in day two of a four-day n- darkness retreat and the Packers <laughs> decide to trade him and he doesn't find out for, like, 70 hours. No. That would be it, awesome. It would be like... It would be, like, it would be the, the sports version of Saving Private Ryan where, like, someone has to go find him in the cave and risk their lives, like the assistant to the assistant PR guy for, you know, the Colts. Right, and he's got, like, a torch. Because he has to be because he has to be at the press conference. Right, right. It's like, dude, you're, you're about to be uh, introduced to New York Jets media, and the dude's got a, got a torch, and he's fighting off bats, and he's trying to find Aaron Rodgers, who's curled up in a cave corner. I actually love all of this. I, was like, I don't think I've wanted anything more in sports right, right yeah, now. Yeah, you say you can't stand it, Steve. I'm just getting started with it, actually. Let's this is go. It was, it's, a, it's a good way to at least turn this into something. Because um, <laughs> otherwise, where are we going to have Ed Werder standing in the dark? I'm pretty sure I'm within 50 feet of where the darkness retreat is. Oh, man. Stone, that is you want so to defend good. your boy here, Aaron Rodgers? I, uh, to be honest, no. When it comes Stone's to this, turned can, on him, Steve. Yeah. Stone is the Whoa. biggest Aaron Rodgers guy, and Stone has started to a little bit turn on the spectacle. I have that not is. started at all. I just said he's making it harder and harder and harder. But when he gets inside those white lines, we know who will be that number one fan again. I'll be here, but right now he's just making it a little You're hard so for me. You're so wishy washy. You're not loyal to anything. <laughs> 
And, and you saw Tom Brady saying that he doesn't want him to retire now, like because you know there should still be great players. Was clearly, I don't need you going in the Hall of Fame when I'm going into the Hall of Fame. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's like you stay away until I have my moment. Can't we at this point, though? I know the NFL wants to stay to its five-year rule. What is the point? What is the point with Brady? He's not coming back. He filed his papers. Like, can't we just get it over with? I think it just gives it. I think it's a second marketing bump because all right, you sell Fair. all the the Brady stuff now, and then you know it's a chance to re-celebrate, re-celebrate Great. it all. Mm-hmm. You know, later. Can't wait. I actually don't really know the rule from the, you know, the the genesis of it. It, it well, clearly part of it is so they have time to decide that they're totally retired. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's probably it. I just know that there is something to that too. They're gonna, there's gonna be a documentary, yes. and there's gonna be another Brady movie starring Lily Tomlin. Yes, and then we're gonna do this thing and more selfies, uh, more thirst traps. God. I love it. Yeah. Give me more. Steve Politiner asked Steve. Yeah, I should go with us see here. eighty for Brady as like a show thing. It's I I, I need to. That's, that's actually a name. superb idea. I think that there's going to be one person who hates it, one person who loves it, and another person who's sort of eh, and I think you can guess who all of those people are going to be, but I will with an open mind. I love that. We are as a show. Thank you, Steve. We are as a show going to see 80 for Brady, um, and we are then going to give our movie reviews of it. That is excellent. Ask Steve, Steve Politziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer here with us on Ken Levick Alive. We pick his brain every single week here. Um, Jeanette just moved into her new place place or she's in the process of moving into her new place in Lake Worth Beach. Back in the day, Steve, back when you were a young Steve Politziner, just getting out on your own, what was your priority when you would move into a place? Because when I moved into the Royal St. George apartment complex on Brandywine Road uh, off of Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm Beach as a young 23-year-old, all I needed was my cable hookup, and I slept on the floor for like a week before I bought a bed or bought any sort of furniture. I just slept on my carpeted floor. That was my priority. Jeanette's already picked out the gym and the brewery by her home. You, what was your priority when you moved into a place? Um, definitely, you know, TV, although these days you don't have to have the cable hookup, right? Good point. You know, can just watch authenticate even if, if even if you're a cable subscriber, just authenticate through your smart device. So you actually don't even need you need that at this point. I I, I think it's crazy that you like went with no bed and you're sleeping on the floor. <laughs> so I when I did, but I'm telling you, no no no. But here's what happened then. I, I went on the floor. I, I I slept on the floor. I had a pillow. And so I slept on the floor, but then I did buy a mattress, but I didn't get a frame for it. I just slept on a mattress on the floor for, I'm not even joking, Steve, like a year before I actually got a frame. I think you could pull that off. That's okay. I still, like, you just need the mattress. Uh, how about, like, running water, hot water? Oh, yeah, we were good shower? with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that was fun. Yeah, that would be. I did move in with J-Mart. It, I was with J-Mart. Yeah, um, I, th- I think the only way that you're okay with sleeping on the ground or just on a mattress on the floor is just the fact that you know that you're never going to have anybody over. Oh, you know yeah. That- yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeanette, let me ask you. Jeanette, after a night of, uh, a night of flirting with a man, you, uh, you go back to his place for a nightcap, right, and you see that he has a mattress on his floor. Uh, what are you doing in that spot? I don't care. Had <laughs> a girl. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's like... That's a There's lot. a mattress. You know, some, it's not the floor. designers... 
Some designers may may say that's a style. Do not try to say this thing. is a style. <laughs> Do not at all try to throw a life raft out here. You mean because there's no box two. frame? You mean because yeah. there's no box frame yeah. under the mattress? I'd be getting very nitpicky. I think that's yeah. overrated. It's, now, it's uh, an air mattress has been okay before, okay? Well, the, On just, the floor. Now there's <laughs> no place to put the Cheetos bags or the sour cream and onion bags because there's no box frame. Or there's nothing under the bed. Sometimes uh. that doesn't matter, Stone. That is hilarious. Uh, Steve, I have a question from uh, from a fan here. This is from uh, Billy in Del Rey. And he says, Steve, I know you're a hardcore sports fan like me. I'm super pumped the XFL is coming this weekend. But my wife says that, hey, maybe we should take a break from football and go on a trip. I don't want to miss the opening weekend of the XFL season. What do you suggest I do? Thanks, Steve. Billy, does, you don't want to miss the opening weekend of the XFL season? I'm stunned that you're still married. I mean, that's <laughs> on your wife at that point. That's worse than a mattress um, on the floor. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, so again, let's go back to TVs elsewhere, streaming options. Good call. I mean, if you want to stay in a half, in a half, half like if you're one of those or like, don't bother me at all during football season, my wife knows those are my Sundays or my significant other knows or whoever, those are my Sundays. Then you gotta you gotta come out a little bit afterwards, and then you know maybe re reemerge. So do the vacation. Um, it's okay. Uh, XFL will be there for at least week two. I don't know if it'll be. There. <laughs> <laughs> XFL is going to be there for a couple of weeks. You can still go, and and if you're that big a fan, and this I assume this question is coming from Florida, leave the state, go somewhere where sports gambling is legal. And go bet on it. So it even has that much more, legally, so it even has that much more uh, importance. That is all good advice. I, I actually, Tuesday, Steve, I was uh, I was talking about the XFL, and I'm worried about people who gamble it, and I, I called it the fentanyl of sports betting because I don't think anything good is going to come off of betting on the XFL. I just think it's a bad idea all around, but you know that there are going to be people who are just pouring money into this thing right off the bat. Yeah. Well, TV ratings are going to come as a result of it, which is one of the you know the the, the great beauties of of sports gambling, which you know in in a way helps drive you know our our industry, particularly if it's legalized, because you know there are a lot that do it illegally and unsafely. Um, but wow, are you guys are you all pumped for the XFL? Like it's it's well, not heavily on my radar, uh, you know, right now. No, but I think Billy should go to Vegas to watch the XFL. It's a trip, and there's no better place to watch sports. So you get two for one there. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be, this version has a better shot um, because of the uh, the days of you have to be of a certain ilk of of programming to be on to get clearance is so gone because now you just need to be in sports. So, you know, the XFL is going to have some good distribution, which is going to give it a shot. Uh, uh, Jeanette mentioned it might as well go to Vegas. Uh, it's the best place to watch sports. It's like a two-for-one. Actually, I can think of some place in Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, that's the best place to watch sports as well. Speaking of two-for-one, all-day two-for-one. And, Steve, of course, I'm talking about Duffy's. What a great segue. <laughs> Calling all sports fans. Grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's where you can catch all of the action. If you don't have an MVP card, what is wrong with you? But you can start earning rewards today when you sign up. The best sports grill year after year, award-winning burgers, and 
Wings Don't Forget, famous two-for-one, as Ken mentioned, every day, 80 TVs in each location. You'll never miss a minute of the game. Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. Duffy's, our game is always on. All right, let me just ask you a quick question. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The St. Louis Battlehawks played the San Antonio. I'm looking at the XFL week one. Mm-hmm. Play the San Antonio B-R-A-H-M-A-S. How do you pronounce that? Uh, it, good it, lord. Ken, it's like Okeechobee here. Oh, the Brahmins. Or Brahmas. Brahmas. I was going to say the Brahmas. Yeah. Okay, and I'm just going to say this in full transparency. Okay, what, be... is, what is a Brahmas? It, it's a bull. It's a bull. The San Antonio Bulls? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a creative name to say bull. Yeah, can, uh, it's like a matador. <laughs> no, a matador is a human. I got, uh, I got yes, Brahma. a matador okay. is a human. So I, did I'm you just looking look? right now. I'm looking right now at something that says the Brahma is a chicken. It's a breed of chicken. No, it's a bull, a Brahma bull. The Brahma bull, Rock the Rock. He was the Brahma bull. That was his nickname in the WWE. No, there's definitely a Brahma chicken, but really? it's spelled differently. Is it nasty? I, I don't know. I, I I think all chicken is delicious, so probably. <laughs> I meant I don't... behavioral. <laughs> I didn't mean if it tasted good or not. Oh, I don't know. All right, if you Google Brahmas, B-R-A-H-M-A-S, it's all chicken. <laughs> it's all chicken. So, it's interesting that, you know, I, I feel like the XFL, if, if nothing else, they're trying to do a pretty good job with the marketing. Um, well, I don't even know what this team is. That is, is. you're right. You, if you Google Brahma, it comes up as chicken. <laughs> but now I'm seeing the get... American Brahmin is an American breed of hybrid beef cattle. It was bred in the U.S. from, 19, uh, from 1885 from cattle originating in India. Huh. Well, Stone, do you know what a bowl is? So now you have a nice little uh, conversation piece for your friends yeah. over the uh, holiday weekend. I just, when you're saying, you know, hey, how about that San Antonio XFL team? What do you think that means? The chickens. <laughs> what do you think that means? That I'm just going to bring that up unannounced of nothing and see what happens. That's going to be me just jumping into the pool of conversation starter. That is excellent. Uh, Steve. Way to uh, test people's level of XFL fandom. Yes, yes. Or <laughs> if they want to be associated with me any longer. Um, that is a, uh, well, my mind is blown. Uh, uh, use it to pick up the men. Don't worry, Steve. Hey. Brahma. Bull or chicken? Those chickens in the XFL. I mean, why are we even doing this? It's Brahma Bull. It's The Rock's nickname. He owns the XFL. Like it's pretty easy to put two and two together here. No, it's not have, a chicken. You have no idea what a bull is. Stone literally thought a matador was a bull. He thought okay, a matador so was a bull. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Your credibility is that's outside. the guy with the uh, all the speculation. Red, all right, the so, red so here's what the what San Antonio Brahmas mean. <laughs> it's actually supposed to mean. Like power. There is no equal in power or size. It's a and chicken. Not because of rock, the rock, because of that. There's some. That's in San Antonio. They feel like there is no place that is equal in power or size emanating from however San Antonio was uh, figured out. Which I think is... had to do with Davy, Davy Crockett, I believe. I was in San Antonio last year. Oh I went to a museum, God. but I, it, didn't, it didn't stick with me. Couldn't they just name them the Warriors or something? <laughs> this San is Antonio's really too much. Boy, I, 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 just got a DM, I just got a DM from a listener. It says, Houston Roughnecks. Circa opened up at a pick'em. Now a minus two. Why are Ken and Steve hating? Oh, <laughs> my God. Sir, sir, you need to go to rehab immediately. <laughs> you are dabbling in <laughs> sports fentanyl. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hating. Watch your XFL. I'm just saying you don't. 
I don't look at it as like the NFL where you're on Sunday on the couch. You have the streaming option. You can go back. You can reintroduce yourself to your family, and you can still stream and watch your XFL if you know if that's something you want to do. Um, and you want to bet on uh, Orlando, Houston, uh, the Guardians, Roughnecks. You always <laughs> throw records out the window when those two meet up. Uh-huh. <laughs> go for it. Uh, no, no, to to the person that DM Stone, why are Ken and Steve hating? No, actually, sir, I am hating on you. Yeah, I just want to make that abundantly clear. I am definitely, uh, I am definitely hating on you, uh, Steve. Uh, appreciate it. Excellent work as always. My mind is blown. Bull or chicken? What the hell is a Brahma? And we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right, see you at uh, 80 for Brady. I want to see you three splitting a large popcorn. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sharing my popcorn Jeanette's with gonna these be, two. Hell no. Nah. Jeanette's going to be crying. I'm going to be angry, <laughs> pounding my fist into the back of my chair, and Stone's just going to have a goofy look on his face. I just want a great social media picture with all of your hands and the popcorn and Ken <laughs> looking angry about it. <laughs> uh, done and done. Uh, ask Steve. Steve Politiner here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll come back. And I, I did not know that there was a such thing as a Brahma chicken. I'm, I'm legitimately stunned at this turn of events because I only thought there was a Brahma bull, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of this now. We have a lot of work to do, a lot still to, to discuss. You want MJ versus LeBron? You want to discuss Roddick versus Federer? We're discussing bull versus chicken. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We've ever concocted and done here on ESPN 1063, ESPN West Palm. Friday, March 3rd, we are officially turning 20. Think about that. 20 years old. 20 years ago, Friday, March 3rd, we flipped the switch for the first time and went on the air on ESPN West Palm. That was the old ESPN 760 AM where you now find a Porte 760. 20 years we've been on the air serving Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And because we are so giving, because we are so pleasant, we are giving you the gift. We don't want anything in return from you. Just listen to us. We're giving you the gift. It's ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Jeanette, we are on the air for 20 consecutive hours live local radio right here on ESPN 106.3. Now, not Jeanette and I on for 20 hours, no. but ESPN West Palm on-air personalities past and present are going to be broadcasting live for 20 straight hours. I hope, Jeanette that you get your rest that Thursday because you're going to be busy that Friday. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sleep at all, but I mean that in the best way possible. So much going on, and how would I not want? Like, I wouldn't miss it. So midnight to 8 p.m., Friday, March 3rd, ESPN West Palms 20 for 20. We broadcast live for 20 straight hours to celebrate our 20th anniversary. It is the ultimate party celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. ESPN West Palms 20 for 20, Friday, March 3rd, midnight to 8 p.m. And the best part, I think, Stone, is that I think Jeanette is going to be on the final couple of hours of this, and if she hasn't slept, you're going to get She's already wild. You're going to get a version of Jeanette that maybe has never been heard on ESPN 106.3. It's more scary than I am excited. (laughs) Or heard if you listen to Evan Cohen and I do a couple shows before. I was going to say, like... 
Woof. Boy, if you thought Evan and Jeanette were, there were some some interesting uh, hour or two of radio with them. Just wait until the final two hours with a sleepless Jeanette. That is going to be amazing. Uh, quickly, we started our show discussing the, the discussion, the sports take opinion that annoys you most. One in particular, I can't believe it's actually a thing. Like, I legitimately can't believe it's actually a thing. And I thought it was a joke, like, the oh, the NFL had the script, or they read their script, you know, it's been going on on social media. Oh, read the script. It's just turned into a bit. But Gator Brent tweets in, my sports take is that the Hamlin conspiracy theory is as maddening as it is idiotic. There are, Jeanette, legitimate people Don't, that think oh, no. DeMar Hamlin died on the field in Cincinnati, and the NFL, in an attempt to salvage its image, is trotting out a DeMar Hamlin look-alike in order to save the sport. And it's laughable, and it's obviously a, a harebrained conspiracy theory, but there are too many people that think that it's actually a possibility, and it's the most 2023 thing of all time. But, Jeanette, this is a real thing that still has legs. This is the first time I've heard of it, and I'm absolutely disgusted. Like, my jaw literally dropped. And I'm looking at Stone like, please tell me this is a joke or not. But this- Well, I'm more so surprised that you haven't heard about it yet. It's been going on for a long time to the point where they are showing pictures of him without a tattoo on his hand. And then now pictures of him with a tattoo on his hand and saying that this is his clone. This is a well, lookalike. This is somebody that's not Damar Hamlin. To, I mean, not to be a damper on things, but the reason why I'm just happy he's alive and he's healthy because of the way what he experienced is what my brother, my stepbrother passed from. So I just like, as he's okay, he's healthy. I don't want to see that or relive or so go to those photos. This one gets me really hard because... Ken, I think one that I had lined up that I hadn't really pulled out of the holster yet was giving sports freak shows the time of day. No, I know. I think that it's something that... Giving freak shows the time of day, period. Giving, uh, just giving freak shows the time of day, period. But, you know, we're sports-related, obviously, but Kyrie's a weirdo, right? The things that he did in, in relation to Jewish people, like, let him be a freak show. Mm-hmm. Don't give this guy the time of day. Aaron Rodgers is in some bat cave curled up in the corner with uh, playing a cassette tape in his ears. Like, let the freak show be. Like, let's not give him any time. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Ken. Yeah. I'm just whispering to you. Nobody else can hear me, especially yeah, Stone. Uh-huh. Stone just said, let the freak show be uh-huh. in relation to Aaron Rodgers. He has changed. <laughs> Stone has seen the light, pun intended. He's, he's, he's <laughs> damn it. You made me break. That was really good. For this DeMar Hamlin crowd, like, <laughs> let the freak shows be freak shows. If you don't pay them any attention and don't reply to their tweet thread, don't get involved. Like, eventually this stuff will die off and we can put them off into their own category with the other political weirdos. Like, it's just something that I think we need to learn as fans, as media. Just don't give these people platforms. If we stop talking about Mad Dog, we won't see his face ever again. Well, I don't know if that's true because enough people talk about him and he's a legend. But I see what you're saying. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but I totally understand what you're saying. But then off of that, Damar Hamlin was all over the place during Super Bowl weekend receiving awards. And, and my initial reaction would be, if I was a sane person, which I like to think most of the time I am, mm. um, oh, Damar, oh man. <laughs> Jinxstone. <laughs> that was definitely not planned at all. Um, that was not a bit, people. That was that was, that was uh, absolutely... Absolute wow. disrespect coming my too. way. In <laughs> harmony, right. It was <laughs> harmony from Jeanette and Stone. Um, but Damar Hamlin, uh, Stone, I, I'm sure you've seen it. Jeanette, I don't know if you saw the, the Jesus jacket that Damar Hamlin wore at the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, it is from a, 
It is it is from an artist um, named Takashi Murakami, and it's his take, his artistic take on Jesus. Uh, it's Travis Jesus. It is a jacket that says "Eternal" on the back. There is Jesus who is being crucified, and it's just an oh, interesting artistic take on Jesus. And you'll never guess what happened next. The ultra Christians said, "How dare he!" blaspheme the image of Jesus Christ with that jacket. Someone's uh, social media, a lot of people on social media say, no, it looks like a zombie. How disrespectful is he? The altar Christians said that how dare a man who Jesus saved him, Jesus saved him, how dare he disrespect Jesus just weeks later at the Super Bowl. The jacket says eternal on the back end of it. It has the Travis Jesus on a cross. When I saw it, I thought, wow, that's a nice spiritual gesture from DeMar Hamlin's part. Um, it didn't occur to me that people will get mad over the image of Jesus, but sure enough, there it was because the Jesus doesn't look like the Jesus they want Jesus to look like. Then they're going to get mad at DeMar Hamlin. People like Adrian Peterson angry at DeMar Hamlin, and it turned into a controversy, so much so that DeMar Hamlin had to post on his Twitter account last night, quote, after talking with my parents, I could understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intention to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me, end quote. Anybody with a brain would understand that the Jesus on the back of DeMar Hamlin's coat is abstract art. But these ultra-Christians, these ultra-conservative Christians, these evangelicals took it to a place that it never should have gone, and they make themselves look like dip bleeps. I mean, are you kidding me with this? But it's so predictable, right, Janet? Of course. Of course. The man is trying to convey his spirituality. The man is trying to convey that he appreciates those uh, those religious symbols that give comfort to so many. But because the Jesus was a piece of abstract art, it wasn't the version of the Western world that thinks that Jesus, white man, flowing hair, it didn't look exactly like that. It was disrespectful. And how dare Damar Hamlin, who was saved by the power of Christ, just just weeks before. You understand why people get furious at the ultra Christians, right? Like that is absurd. For sure. And that whole comment, like Jesus saved you. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure the medical staff that was right there who took care of him and performed CPR were the ones that gave him the second life that he's now healthy and enjoying. Because Jesus could Jesus could have saved my 27 year old brother by the pool too. So that's absurd that people will make that line. And use it against Damar Hamlin. Sorry, I went there, but I did. No, but but it is so... Everybody's got to find something wrong with everything. The man wore a coat with Jesus on the back, but it didn't... That nobody has seen, and I think it's beautiful that people are able to have a relationship with Jesus and interpret Mm -hmm. him in their own way. I think that's part of relationship building and faith. So it's... I, I... That's so... It's so needless. Like, I guess, Stone, my thing is... And I'm not one to be calm and collected most of the time, right? But to to purposely find something to get angry about, when you deep in the recess of your mind know the intentions are good and you still want to try and tear somebody down who nearly died a month ago or say that he's not who he says he is or why isn't he answering the question about what exactly the doctors told him about his heart condition, one, it's not your freaking business, Okay, and two, who cares? But 
this whole thing with the aftermath of DeMar Hamlin is about the ugliest thing that I've seen in sports in quite some time. And it always goes back to, for me personally, main character syndrome. It's everybody wanting to be affirmed that what they had to say was something different, that what they had to say was edgy, that, oh, this guy brought up something that I haven't thought about yet. And they want that confirmation because they think they're so important. They think their voice is heard by the masses. It's the main character syndrome. Everybody wants to put their thoughts out there, and, and I guess that's what Twitter does best, and it's what it does worse at the well, same time. I suppose... Hopefully it does implode in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I actually... I'm not a huge fan of Elon Musk, but I almost hope he does tank the whole thing. It's working. Um, it, like, it, I, I really hope he can does I, tank the Can I don't understand why you have this energy towards Twitter when you spend 19 hours out of your day on the Twitter app? You can't have that energy. But, Stone, it's part of the job. If I'm not on Twitter, then I don't see things like this, that I'm not caught up to date. Trust me when I tell you, this show will go on. My career will go on. I'll have no problems. I'll get my my news in other ways other than Twitter. But the way to most easily get sports news right now and keep uh, up to date on what's happening online, as the kids say, is via Twitter. Once that goes away, this conspiracy theory-ridden cesspool goes away, I'll just move on. Trust me, it doesn't mean that much to me, Stone. It doesn't. It's, it Twitter doesn't. just needs like a major reset. If we can get Elon out of here and have it like it oh, was, but it's not. That's one. That's not going to happen. And two, again, like it, Twitter was still a cesspool before Elon took over. No, like, this just made it worse. Like we thought Twitter couldn't get worse than it has been. But I, I, so I, you're I, see. We, I don't want to get weird, and we are going to have to run to a break sooner or later. But you, you're Elon. You're going after Elon. Elon just wanted to take the cuffs off of people. He just wanted to stop censoring people. So that's what you're mad at him. You don't even know what he does to Twitter. No, he wanted to you stop censoring. Know. No, he he took off the cuffs of the people that perpetuate so many conspiracies. Sure, theories. sure. Virtually, like that, that's that's dangerous. That is that is a dangerous mm-hmm. thing for society. That said, what and pisses me off more about get its thing together. He changes the dang algorithm every three well, hours. Mine's the same. I don't complain. Well, my the fact that you can no, you no longer have the option to put your timeline into chronological order that's just disappeared. That's super frustrating. Nobody and, liked it on Instagram. Uh, Why during, put it on Twitter during high profile events? Uh, maybe the app could work because uh, the Super Bowl was an absolute disaster. It's because he fired everybody uh, when he took <laughs> over. And oh, oh, Elon was mad because a Go Eagles tweet from Joe Biden uh, got more uh, more visibility than him. So what did Elon Musk do? He changed the algorithms to boost his tweets. Like, what a sorry, sorry, soft human being that man. A few things here. It's the Super Bowl. Get the hell off of Twitter. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Watch the game. Well, stop tweeting. No, stop, tweet. stop it. Stop tweeting at the sky. No, stop tweeting at the sky. I was cashing. I was cashing my prop bets. No, you see. I was cashing my prop bets. I wasn't tweeting at the moon. He's a I wasn't tweeting at the moon talking about something. Stone. No, you're tweeting. We were just browsing like you were. And Jeanette, here's the thing too. Forty-two times during the Super Bowl. That's not true. In the cesspool that Twitter is. It actually stone. It actually stone. It was seven times. Okay. Um. But you make the mistake of getting all my tweets to your phone, which is fine. You can do that, but I already told you don't do that. Um, But also, too, if you're a sports talk radio host, a midday host in a top 50 market, which you are, okay, which Jeanette is, if you're not tweeting something, if you're not trying to get interaction during the biggest sporting events, then you're doing the career wrong. Listen, the only time I went to check it is when Rihanna was at halftime and I wanted to see if other people thought she was pregnant, too. We- and I couldn't go on Twitter because it was broken. <laughs> I, I will say, I was so scared to tweet whether or not I thought Rihanna was pregnant. I was too, and then I saw Jamel Hill do it, and I was like, okay, I feel better about myself, slightly. That was terrifying. Ugh. I thought I was going to get canceled. Ugh.
So, and you know what? So you're such a hypocrite. You were on I'm, Twitter dude, on Super Bowl too. Dude, but I, I don't want to hear it. Ken just tried to almost back out of the argument with using sports when the other 42% of the tweets out there are non-sports related. I don't ever comment on anybody's things when it's not like that. The cesspool stuff. I don't get involved with the cesspool. Like I said, okay. like the free shows. Then you're better shows. than me. Stone, you're better than me. Good. Do you want me to say that? No. You're better than me. Good. You're better than me. Stop disrespecting I'll, I'll Twitter when most of your time is spent I'm on not, the app. It's hypocritical in itself. Stone, I'm not disrespecting Twitter. I'm disrespecting the man who owns Twitter, Elon There's Musk, because he is a, a, a wildly um, <laughs> Soft, insecure turd. Okay, he is. He is. And by the way, that Tesla recall of the self-driving cars, which uh, just breaking news, uh, that reflects poorly on him as well. Who just is, so you know, who is Elon he sitting boys. with? Who is he sitting with at the Super Bowl? Uh, Rupert Murdoch. Who is? Who does what? He, is, he owns Fox. Mm, mm, mm. Math adds up, right? Math adds up. Why he's a turd, right? When this dude just don't pay no, no, attention no, no, no. to him hanging out with guys like Murdoch, who owns no, a news it does, outlet. No, no you're right. You're right. It, no, it, like it makes Elon. sense. Exactly it makes sense, why. Though. But yes. it makes sense because Rupert Murdoch is also an insecure little piece of crap too. There we right? go. Now and we're he, getting down to it. This he, wasn't hard. He single-handedly ruined him and Rush Limbaugh. Single-handedly ruined political discourse in the world and the United. States of America. Just know that. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, you can attest to this. I am downright annoying when it comes to taking care of myself, right? Like eating and uh, supplements and all of those things. Like, I'm just annoying because I stick to certain calories and eat certain things. And so for some people, they're like, man, Ken is just so pretentious. But part of the reason I do that is I'm getting up there. I don't have the benefit of genetics in early 30s or the benefit of Stone, hell, in his early 20s. I'm almost 40 years old, so I need to be a believer in wellness. And that's why I am... Someone who believes in Quelliv. I like to work out. I like to train. I like to be ready in case there's a race or a marathon that comes up. And I want to jump in and I want to be able to perform at my best. But I also just want to take care of myself. And that's where Quelliv comes in. It is all about wellness with Quelliv. Quelliv is laser therapy. At Quelliv, they are using the body's natural ability to heal. And it gets a jump start from these low-level lasers. It goes from anti-aging. It goes to fat removal. It goes to uh, scalp regeneration. It also goes to muscle healing. And I I need all those boxes checked, quite honestly, and that's why Quelliv is perfect. Again, Quelliv uses low-level lasers to activate the body's natural ability to heal. It's science. It is simple. Each session, and this is important to me, shorter than your lunch break. It's perfect. No needles, no pills, no downtime, just proven lasers. Schedule your laser sessions at Quelliv. All you have to do is call 561-377-2850. That's 561-377-2850 or go to Quelliv.com. Be like me and make sure that you're a full believer in wellness. Quelliv helps you get there. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com or call 561-377-2850 with Quelliv. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, do we have um, do we have time for uh, Tony? Yeah, I think we can take Tony real quick. All right, Tony in West Palm on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Tony? All right, let's bring a little bit of light to this situation. 
Murdoch and Musk together oh. hanging out. We already know what that's about, right? Yeah. Fox and their takeover, it mimics the same thing that Elon Musk is attempting to do, which is currently failing. So that, that's what that's about. As far as DeMar Hamlin, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the Gen Z situation, you know what I mean? That's, that's who does these celeb death pranks any which way, because millennials, we're not playing with death. Nor are the boomers before them, because they're about to see death a lot of them. God bless their souls. Now, as far as Jesus with the crucifixion, that came 50 years after the situation. So as far as the depiction, I mean, literally, I could put Rock in my house, and if people got beef with them, with, with that, that's their situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ten yeah, seconds, Tony. I'm those couple of things. Huh? You got ten seconds. Go. What was that? Lastly, yo, conspiracy theories take about a thousand, a hundred to a thousand people keeping a secret. In this day and age, y'all try that. People should think about that before jumping into things blindly. Hey, yo, one love, y'all. Peace. Ciao, man, Tony. Peace, T. Appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Theo, right? Theo. That's Theo, right. That's if right. You baby. Check the schedule. It's Theo. Good. It'll be uh, <laughs> Theo and Stone tomorrow here on the show. I'm traveling. I'll talk to everybody next week. Jeanette, congrats on the place. Appreciate you. Go we- We'll be back next week in full as one family. She's at that stone. I'm Ken. Go Owls. Go FAU. Go Chickens. (laughs) Brahma Chicken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We've ever concocted and done here on ESPN 1063, ESPN West Palm. Friday, March 3rd, we are officially turning 20. Think about that. 20 years old. 20 years ago, Friday, March 3rd, we flipped the switch for the first time and went on the air on ESPN West Palm. That was the old ESPN 760 AM where you now find Deportes 760. 20 years we've been on the air serving Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And because we are so giving, because we are so pleasant, we are giving you the gift. We don't want anything in return from you. Just listen to us. We're giving you the gift. It's ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Jeanette, we are on the air for 20 consecutive hours live local radio right here on ESPN 106.3. Now, not Jeanette and I on for 20 hours, no. but ESPN West Palm on-air personalities past and present are going to be broadcasting live for 20 straight hours. I hope, Jeanette that you get your rest that Thursday because you're going to be busy that Friday. Yeah, no, I'm not going to sleep at all, but I mean that in the best way possible. So much going on, and how would I not want? Like, I wouldn't miss it. So midnight to 8 p.m., Friday, March 3rd, ESPN West Palms 20 for 20. We broadcast live for 20 straight hours to celebrate our 20th anniversary. It is the ultimate party celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. ESPN West Palms 20 for 20, Friday, March 3rd, midnight to 8 p.m. And the best part, I think, Stone, is that I think Jeanette is going to be on the final couple of hours of this, and if she hasn't slept, you're going to get Get. She's already wild. You're going to get a version of Jeanette that maybe has never been heard on ESPN 106.3. It's more scary than I am excited. <laughs> or heard if you listen to Evan Cohen and I do a couple oh, shows before. Man. I was going to say, like, 
Ooh, boy, if you thought Evan and Jeanette were, there were some some interesting uh, hour or two of radio with them. Just wait until the final two hours with a sleepless Jeanette. That is going to be amazing. Uh, quickly, we started our show discussing the, the discussion, the sports take opinion that annoys you most. One in particular, I can't believe it's actually a thing. Like, I legitimately can't believe it's actually a thing. And I thought it was a joke, like, the oh, the NFL had the script, or they read their script. You know, it's been going on on social media. Oh, read the script. It's just turned into a bit. But Gator Brent tweets in, My sports take is that the Hamlin conspiracy theory is as maddening as it is idiotic. There are, Jeanette, legitimate people that think DeMar Hamlin died on the field in Cincinnati, and the NFL, in an attempt to salvage its image, is trotting out a DeMar Hamlin look-alike in order to save the sport. And it's laughable, and it's obviously a, a harebrained conspiracy theory, but there are too many people that think that it's actually a possibility, and it's the most 2023 thing of all time. But, Jeanette, this is a real thing that still has legs. This is the first time I've heard of it, and I'm absolutely disgusted. Like, my jaw literally dropped. I, and I'm looking at Stone like, please tell me this is a joke or not. But this- Well, I'm more so surprised that you haven't heard about it we- yet. It's been going on for a long time to the point where they are showing pictures of him without a tattoo on his hand. And then now pictures of him with a tattoo on his hand and saying that this is his clone. This is a well, lookalike. This is somebody that's not Damar Hamlin. To, I mean, not to be a damper on things, but the reason why I'm just happy he's alive and he's healthy because of the way what he experienced is what my brother, my stepbrother passed from. So I just like, as he's okay, he's healthy. I don't want to see that. Or relive or so, go to those photos. This one gets me really hard. Can I think one that I had lined up that I hadn't really pulled out of the holster yet was giving sports freak shows the time of day. No, I know. I think that it's something that giving freak shows the time of day. Period. Giving it's giving freak shows the time of day. Period. But you know we're sports related, obviously. But Kyrie's a weirdo, right? The things that he did in in relation to Jewish people, like. Let him be a freak show. Mm-hmm. Don't give this guy the time of day. Aaron Rodgers is in some bat cave curled up in the corner with uh, playing a cassette tape in his ears. Like, let the freak show be. Like, let's not give him any time. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Ken. Yeah. I'm just whispering to you. Nobody else can hear me, especially yeah, Stone. Uh-huh. Stone just said, let the freak show be uh-huh. in relation to Aaron Rodgers. He has changed. <sighs> Stone has seen the light. Pun intended. He's, he's oh, damn it! You made me break. That was really good for this Demar Hamlin crowd. Like, <laughs> let the freak shows be freak shows. If you mm-hmm. don't pay them any attention and don't reply to their tweet thread, don't get involved. Like, eventually, this stuff will die off, and we can put them off into their own category with the other political weirdos. Like, it's just something that I think we need to learn as fans, as media. Just don't give these people platforms. If we stop talking about Mad Dog. We won't see his face ever again. Well, I don't know if that's true because enough people talk about him and he's a legend. But I see what you're saying. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but I totally understand what you're saying. But then off of that, Damar Hamlin was all over the place during Super Bowl weekend receiving awards. And and my initial reaction would be, if I was a sane person, which I like to think most of the time I am, Mm. um, oh, Damar, oh, man. (laughs) Jinx stone. (laughs) That was definitely not planned at all. Um, That was not a bit, people. That was was, uh, absolutely. Absolute wow. disrespect in coming my way. Too. In harmony, right. It was <laughs> harmony from Jeanette and Stone. Um, but Damar Hamlin, uh, Stone, I, I'm sure you've seen it. Jeanette, I don't know if you saw the the Jesus jacket that Damar Hamlin wore at the Super Bowl. Yes. 
it is from a it is it is from an artist um, named Takashi Murakami, and it's his take his artistic take on Jesus. Uh, it's Travis Jesus. It is a jacket that says Eternal on the back. There is Jesus who is being crucified, and it's just an oh, interesting artistic take on Jesus. And you'll never guess what happened next. The ultra Christians said, how dare he blaspheme the image of Jesus Christ with that jacket? Someone's uh, social media, a lot of people on social media say, no, it looks like a zombie. How disrespectful is he? The altar Christians said that how dare a man who Jesus saved him, Jesus saved him, how dare he disrespect Jesus just weeks later at the Super Bowl. The jacket says eternal on the back end of it. It has the Travis Jesus on a cross. When I saw it, I thought, wow, that's a nice spiritual gesture from DeMar Hamlin's part. Um, It didn't occur to me that people will get mad over the image of Jesus, but sure enough, there it was because the Jesus doesn't look like the Jesus they want Jesus to look like, then they're going to get mad at DeMar Hamlin. People like Adrian Peterson, angry at DeMar Hamlin, and it turned into a controversy, so much so that DeMar Hamlin had to post on his Twitter account last night, quote, after talking with my parents, I could understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intention to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me, end quote. Anybody with a brain would understand that the Jesus on the back of DeMar Hamlin's coat is abstract art. But these ultra-Christians, these ultra-conservative Christians, these evangelicals took it to a place that it never should have gone, and they make themselves look like dip bleeps. I mean, are you kidding me with this? But it's so predictable, right, Janet? Of course. Of course. The man is trying to convey his spirituality. The man is trying to convey that he appreciates those those religious symbols that give comfort to so many. But because the Jesus was a piece of abstract art, it wasn't the version of the Western world that thinks that Jesus, white man, flowing hair, it didn't look exactly like that. It was disrespectful. And how dare Damar Hamlin, who was saved by the power of Christ, just weeks before. You understand why people get furious at the ultra-Christians, right? Like, that is absurd. For sure. And that whole comment, like, Jesus saved you. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure the medical staff that was right there who took care of him and performed CPR were the ones that gave him the second life that he's now healthy and enjoying. Because Jesus could have saved my 27-year-old brother by the pool, too. So that's absurd that people will make that line. And use it against Demar Hamlin. Sorry, I went there, but I did. No, but but it is so. Everybody's got to find something wrong with everything. The man wore a coat with Jesus on the back, but it didn't. that nobody has seen. And I think it's beautiful that people are able to have a relationship with Jesus and interpret mm-hmm. him in their own way. I think that's part of relationship building and faith. So right. it's I I that's so. It's so needless. Like I guess Stone. My thing is. And I'm not one to be calm and collected most of the time, right? But to to purposely find something to get angry about, when you deep in the recess of your mind know the intentions are good, and you still want to try and tear somebody down who nearly died a month ago, or say that he's not who he says he is, or why isn't he answering the question about what exactly the doctors told him about his heart condition, one, it's not your freaking business. Okay? And two, who cares?
this whole thing with the aftermath of DeMar Hamlin is about the ugliest thing that I've seen in sports in quite some time. And it always goes back to, for me personally, main character syndrome. It's everybody wanting to be affirmed that what they had to say was something different, that what they had to say was edgy, that, oh, this guy brought up something that I haven't thought about yet. And they want that confirmation because they think they're so important. They think their voice is heard by the masses. It's the main character syndrome. Everybody wants to put their thoughts out there, and, and I guess that's what Twitter does best, and it's what it does worse at the well, same time. I suppose... Hopefully it does implode in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I actually... I'm not a huge fan of Elon Musk, but I almost hope he does tank the whole thing. It's working. Um, it, like, it, I, I really hope <laughs> can he does I, tank Can I don't understand why you have this energy towards Twitter when you spend 19 hours out of your day on the Twitter app. Well, you can't one, have that energy. But, Stone, it's part of the job. If I'm not on Twitter, then I don't see things like this, that I'm not caught up to date. Trust me when I tell you, this show will go on. My career will go on. I'll have no problems. I'll get my, my news in other ways other than Twitter. But the way to easy, most easily get sports news right now and keep it up to date on what's happening online, as the kids say, is via Twitter. Once that goes away, this conspiracy theory-ridden cesspool goes away, I'll just move on. Trust me, it doesn't mean that much to me, Stone. It doesn't. It's, it Twitter doesn't. just needs like a major reset. If we can get Elon out of here and have it like it oh. was, but it's not. That's one. That's not going to happen. And two, again, like it, Twitter was still a cesspool before Elon took over. No, like, this just made it worse. Like we thought Twitter couldn't get worse than it has been. But I, I, so I, you're I, see, I don't want to get weird, and we are going to have to run to a break sooner or later. But you're, Elon, you're going after Elon. Elon just wanted to take the cuffs off of people. He just wanted to stop censoring people. So that's what you're mad at him. You don't even know what he does to Twitter. No, he wanted to you stop censoring. Know. No, he he took off the cuffs of the people that perpetuate so many conspiracies. Sure, theories. sure, virtually. Like that, that's that's dangerous. That is that is a dangerous mm-hmm. thing for society. That said, what and pisses me off more about get its thing together. He changes the dang algorithm every three well, hours. Mine's the same. I don't complain. Well, my the fact that you can no, you no longer have the option to put your timeline into chronological order that's just disappeared. That's super frustrating. Nobody and, liked it on Instagram. Uh, Why during, put it on Twitter during high profile events? Uh, maybe the app could work because uh, the Super Bowl was an absolute disaster. It's because he fired everybody uh, when he took <laughs> over. And oh, oh, Elon was mad because a Go Eagles tweet from Joe Biden uh, got more uh, more visibility than him. So what did Elon Musk do? He changed the algorithms to boost his tweets. Like what a sorry, sorry, soft human being that man. A few things here. It's the Super Bowl. Get the hell off of Twitter. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Watch the game. Well, stop tweeting. No, stop, tweet. stop it. Stop dude. tweeting at the sky. You were on Twitter too. No, uh, yeah, stop were. tweeting at the Shut sky. Up. I was cashing. I was cashing my prop bets. No, you I was cashing my prop bets. I wasn't tweeting at the moon. He's a I wasn't tweeting at the moon talking about something. Stone. No, he was tweeting. We were browsing like you were. And Jeanette, here's the thing too. Tweeted 42 times during the Super Bowl. That's not true. In the cesspool that Twitter is. It actually stone. It actually stone. It was seven times. Okay, but you make the mistake of getting all my tweets to your phone, which is fine. You can do that, but I already told you don't do that. Um, but also, too, if you're a sports talk radio host, a midday host in a top 50 market, which you are, okay, which Jeanette is, if you're not tweeting something, if you're not trying to get interaction during the biggest sporting events, then you're doing the career wrong. Listen, the only time I went to check it is when Rihanna was at halftime and I wanted to see if other people thought she was pregnant, too. We- and I couldn't go on Twitter because it was broken. <laughs> I, I will say, I was so scared to tweet whether or not I thought Rihanna was pregnant. I was too, and then I saw Jamel Hill do it, and I was like, okay, I feel better about myself lately. That was terrifying. Ugh. I thought I was going to get canceled. Ugh. 
So, and you know what? So you're such a hypocrite. You were on I'm, Twitter dude, on Super Bowl 2. Dude, but I, I don't want to hear it. Ken just tried to almost back out of the argument with using sports when the other 42% of the tweets out there are non-sports related. I don't ever comment on anybody's things when it's not like that. The cesspool stuff. I don't get involved with the cesspool. Like I said, okay. let the free shows then be Then you're better shows. than me. Stone, you're better than me. Good. Do you want me to say that? No. You're better than me. Good. You're better than me. Stop disrespecting I'll, I'll Twitter when most of your time is spent on I'm the not, It's hypocritical in itself. Stone, I'm not disrespecting Twitter. I'm disrespecting the man who owns Twitter, Elon There's Musk, because he is a, a, a wildly... Um, <laughs> Soft, insecure turd. Okay, he is. He is. And by the way, that Tesla recall of the self-driving cars, which uh, just breaking news, uh, that reflects poorly on him as well. Who just is, so you know, who is Elon he sitting with? Who is he sitting with at the Super Bowl? Uh, Rupert Murdoch. Who is? Who does what? He, is, he owns Fox. Mm, mm, mm. Math adds up, right? Math adds up. Why he's a turd, right? When this dude just don't no, pay no, no, attention no, no. to him hanging out with guys like Murdoch, who owns no, a news does, outlet. No, no you're right. You're right. It, no, it, like it makes sense. Exactly it makes sense, why. Though. But yes. it makes sense because Rupert Murdoch is also an insecure little piece of crap too. There we right? go. Now and we're he, getting down to it. This he, wasn't hard. He single-handedly ruined him and Rush Limbaugh. Single-handedly ruined political discourse in the world and the United. States of America. Just know that. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Stone, you can attest to this. I am downright annoying when it comes to taking care of myself, right? Like eating and uh, supplements and all of those things. Like, I'm just annoying because I stick to certain calories and eat certain things. And so for some people, they're like, man, Ken is just so pretentious. But part of the reason I do that is I'm getting up there. I don't have the benefit of Jeanette's in her early 30s or the benefit of Stone, hell, in his early 20s. I'm almost 40 years old, so I need to be a believer in wellness. And that's why I am... Someone who believes in Quelliv. I like to work out. I like to train. I like to be ready in case there's a race or a marathon that comes up. I don't want to jump in and I want to be able to perform at my best, but I also just want to take care of myself. And that's where Quelliv comes in. It is all about wellness with Quelliv. Quelliv is laser therapy. At Quelliv, they are using the body's natural ability to heal and it gets a jump start from these low-level lasers. It goes from anti-aging. It goes to fat removal. It goes to uh, scalp regeneration. It also goes to muscle healing. And I, I need all those boxes checked, quite honestly, and that's why Quelliv is perfect. Again, Quelliv uses low-level lasers to activate the body's natural ability to heal. It's science. It is simple. Each session, and this is important to me, shorter than your lunch break. It's perfect. No needles, no pills, no downtime, just proven lasers. Schedule your laser sessions at Quelliv. All you have to do is call 561-377-2850. That's 561-377-2850 or go to Quelliv.com. Be like me and make sure that you're a full believer in wellness. Quelliv helps you get there. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com or call 561-377-2850 with Quelliv. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, do we have um, do we have time for uh, Tony? Yeah, I think we can take Tony real quick. All right, Tony in West Palm on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Tony? All right, let's bring a little bit of light to this situation. 
Murdoch and Musk together oh. hanging out. We already know what that's about, right? Yeah. Fox and their takeover, it mimics the same thing that Elon Musk is attempting to do, which is currently failing. So that, that's what that's about. As far as DeMar Hamlin, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the Gen Z situation, you know I mean, that's, that's who does these celeb death pranks any which way because millennials, we're not playing with death. Nor are the boomers before them because they're about to see death a lot of them. God bless their souls. Now, as far as Jesus with the crucifixion, that came 50 years after the situation. So as far as the depiction, I mean, literally, I could put Rakem in my house, and if people got beef with them, with, with that, that's their situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ten yeah, seconds, Tony. I'm touching those couple of things. Huh? You got ten seconds. Go. What was that? Lastly, yo, conspiracy theories take about a thousand, a hundred to a thousand people keeping a secret. In this day and age, y'all try that. People should think about that before jumping into things blindly. Hey, yo, one love, y'all. Peace. Ciao. Amen, Tony. Peace, T. Appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Theo, right? Theo. That's Theo, right. That's if right. You baby. Check the schedule. It's Theo. Good. It'll be uh, <laughs> Theo and Stone tomorrow here on the show. I'm traveling. I'll talk to everybody next week. Jeanette, congrats on the place. Appreciate you. Go on, We'll be back next week in full. Has one family. She's at that still. I'm no, Ken. Go Owls. Go FAU. Go Chickens. <laughs> Brahma Chicken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Stone, you can attest to this. I am downright annoying when it comes to taking care of myself, right? Like eating and uh, supplements and all of those things. Like, I'm just annoying because... I stick to certain calories and eat certain things. And so for some people, they're like, man, Ken is just so pretentious. But part of the reason I do that is I'm getting up there. I don't have the benefit of genetics in early 30s or the benefit of Stone, hell, in his early 20s. I'm almost 40 years old, so I need to be a believer in wellness. And that's why I am someone who believes in Quelliv. I like to work out. I like to train. I like to be ready in case there's a race or a marathon that comes up. And I want to jump in and I want to be able to perform at my best. But I also just want to take care of myself. And that's where Quelliv comes in. It is all about wellness with Quelliv. Quelliv is laser therapy. At Quelliv, they are using the body's natural ability to heal. And it gets a jump start from these low-level lasers. It goes from anti-aging. Uh, it goes to fat removal. It goes to to uh, scalp regeneration. It also goes to muscle healing. And I I need all those boxes checked, quite honestly. And that's why Quelliv is perfect. Again, Quelliv uses low-level lasers to activate the body's natural ability to heal. It's science. It is simple. Each session, and this is important to me, shorter than your lunch break. It's perfect. No needles, no pills, no downtime, just proven lasers. Schedule your laser sessions at Quelliv. All you have to do is call 561-377-2850. That's 561-377-2850 or go to Quelliv.com. Be like me and make sure that you're a full believer in wellness. Quelliv helps you get there. Quelliv, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv.com or call 561-377-2850 with Quelliv.
Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, do we have um, do we have time for uh, Tony? Yeah, I think we can take Tony real quick. All right, Tony in West Palm on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Tony? All right, let's bring a little bit of light to this situation. Murdoch and Musk together oh. hanging out. We already know what that's about, right? Yeah. Fox and their takeover, it mimics the same thing that Elon Musk is attempting to do, which is currently failing. So that, that's what that's about. As far as DeMar Hamlin, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the Gen Z situation, you know what I mean? That's, that's who does the celeb death prank any which way, because millennials, we're not playing with death. Nor are the boomers before them, because they're about to see death a lot of them. God bless their souls. Now, as far as Jesus with the crucifixion, that came 50 years after the situation. So as far as the depiction, I mean, literally, I could put Rakim in my house, and if people got beef with them, with, with that, that's their situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ten yeah. seconds, Tony. Touching those couple of things. Huh? You got ten seconds. Go. What was that? Lastly, yo, conspiracy theories take about a thousand, a hundred to a thousand people keeping a secret. In this day and age, y'all try that. People should think about that before jumping into things blindly. Hey, yo, one love, y'all. Peace. Ciao, I'm in, Tony. Peace, T. Appreciate you. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Theo, right? Theo. That's Theo, right. That's if right, you baby. Check the schedule. It's Theo. Good. It'll be uh, <laughs> Theo and Stone tomorrow here on the show. I'm traveling. I'll talk to everybody next week. Jeanette, congrats on the place. Appreciate you. Go we- We'll be back next week in full as one family. She's Jeanette that stone. I'm Ken. Go Owls. Go FAU. Go chickens. (laughs) Brahma chicken. Bye-bye.